All right, let's do this. It's 2022. It's a new year for Locked On Ducks. Let's get this year started off right. Oh, wait. What? They blew a lead to Colorado again? Okay, so there's that at least. At least there's tonight's game to look forward to. Wait, what? They're all under COVID protocol? Who's going to dress? Yeah. Maybe it's time to get ready for a new year of Ducks hockey, I guess. And hey, you. Yeah, you. You listening there. Might want to suit up. You never know if the Ducks are going to call you up. Let's hit it. You're locked on Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, what a way to start off 2022, huh? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Covering hockey for over a decade, and this is Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are here almost every day covering the OC's hockey team. So we're just going to go right into what's happening with the Ducks. They did lose their last game, the first game of the calendar year. And then the news just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. This podcast is all of a sudden turning into the can we not talk about COVID challenge? Because almost every show over the last three weeks has had some aspect of talking about the coronavirus pandemic. That's unfortunately the way it is right now. That's how the league is right now. That's that's what's going on. Yeah. So let's talk about what happened last in Colorado and should Ducks fans be too concerned about their latest games? Yes, think about this. The Ducks haven't won a game, if you can believe this, in three weeks. It's been 20 days since the Ducks last won a game. Of course, it's been that long. One, because there's been no games for a while. Two, they've played tough opponents. And three, they've had some players go under COVID protocol. Let's start with reason number one. There just hadn't been any games. Games had been postponed because of COVID. There's a few games the Ducks will have to make up later. Two, as I mentioned, there's some good teams they've been playing. There's been players out. So two and three. Players have been out. Zegris has been out. Getzloff has been out. Comtois had been out. Fowler had been out. But they're playing good teams. Colorado is a very good team. Vegas is a good team. They're in first place. Vancouver, they're good now that they have Bruce Boudreaux as coach. So the last three losses, you cannot be... I mean, you could be a little bit upset about those games because I think the game against Colorado, the Ducks could have won and probably should have won that game. Vegas, that was just one of those games. Like, nothing was working. Everything was bad. The game against Vancouver, the Canucks stole that one. John Gibson gave the Ducks that point. So let's go back to Sunday's game because we haven't had a podcast in a few days. In case you missed it, we had our New Year's Eve special with myself and Sarah Avampato on December 31st. There was no show yesterday. Yesterday was kind of like an off day as travel issues arose. I'm back in SoCal, guys. That's, yeah, that's just the nature of airports, weather, whatnot. It's been a rough few days. Trying to get back into work, but hey, here we are. So let's talk about Sunday's game. The Ducks looked good for about 25 minutes of this game. I thought it was great to see Cam Fowler back. It was especially great to see Max Comtois back in the lineup. 
But you know who I loved seeing in the lineup? Sam Carrick, the actual elite ones. Well, I, I can't say that phrase, but Sam Carrick has been playing on a great level. He is not going back to San Diego. Sorry, sorry, Goals fans, but the Ducks are having him now. There, he's he's part of the Ducks. He scored his eighth of the season. He's already got eight goals this season. He's on pace for about 30 goals. I don't know if that's going to happen, but hey, we can dream, right? That made it one nothing early in the game. That second play is the the second goal rather is the one I want to talk about because the Ducks have still been good on the power play. They didn't get many opportunities at the power play. They only had two such chances. But they definitely converted on one early in the second period. I loved the puck movement on that unit. Kevin Shattenkirk got the secondary app on this one. He helped move the puck around. Max Comtois had a brilliant, brilliant give and go with Cam Fowler. Cross ice passes, getting them through the Royal Road. That is the way to do it. Making the defense move, making the goalie work. That is the way to get those kind of goals. And they got it right past Darcy Kemper. That made it 2-0 Anaheim. At the time, I thought, hey, they're, they're skating well. They look really good. I mean, really, really good. Credit to everyone on that offensive line. Nick Delorier, he had a good first period and a half. Delorier looked really good at the start of the game. I thought Buddy Robinson, he looked okay. Jakob Silverberg even looked fine at the start of the game. He was starting to get a little bit more aggressive. Troy Terry was starting to get more aggressive, and that's what you want to see out of this Ducks team. You want to see that confidence. You want to see that aggression. Simon Benoit, he was starting to get pretty aggressive there. He was putting on the hits. I liked seeing pretty much the entire Ducks team in general had a sterling beginning to this game and then everything just kind of happened Colorado said F it we're going to play but also this was kind of the Ducks undoing because they started committing penalties that's not how you win games folks you don't start committing penalties Derek Grant got a hooking call then Josh Manson got an elbowing call so what do you think's going to happen it's going to be a two-man advantage. And what do you think? Yeah, of course. Of course Colorado's going to score on the power play. Of course they are. That first goal for Colorado on the power play, it went to Devin Taze. And there was a delayed penalty. So then the Ducks were on the penalty kill even after that. And Colorado came damn near close to tying things up in the second period. Just couldn't get through. So we head into the third period. Oh, wait. The third period? What's going on? Another penalty? Sam Steele? Oh. <laughs> oh, what is Sam Steele doing? That was a bad hooking call in the third period. That's what really got things going for Colorado. That hooking call single-handedly jump-started Colorado. They just started putting on the shots left and right. And if you have Gabriel Landeskog down on the lower slot... He's going to score more than half of the time. And what do you think happened? Kale McCard and Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog tied things up at two goals apiece. You cannot give those guys those kind of opportunities. You just can't. If you're Sam Steele, that is not a good play to have. What are you thinking there? And Sam Steele's third period just kept getting worse and worse and worse. He was starting to miss pucks. He was starting to lose guys on defense. 
this was probably the worst period and a half, maybe in Sam Steele's career. Unfortunately, it was just that bad. I'm not saying this to bash him. This is just noticing on the eye test. There was something missing there. I don't know what it was, but there was something missing. And Sam Steele just could not... He unfortunately just couldn't get it together. A lot of fans on Ducks Twitter were calling for his head after the game. So Sam Steele, he was going through it. And then late in the game, the Ducks defense just imploded horrifically. Logan O'Connor scored with a minute and 11 left after a terrible, terrible turnover in the neutral zone, leaving Jamie Drysdale left to dry. Poor Jamie Drysdale. He didn't deserve that minus. He was trying his best to stop an odd man rush. He was the only duck back on defense. He was the only one covering. So when you're outnumbered like that, it's going to be very tough, especially against a potent team like the Avalanche. And when you have a minute and a half left in regulation and a 2-2 tie, you've got to try to stay aggressive. But at the same time, earn that point. Earn that point against Colorado. And they couldn't even do that. Logan O'Connor scored. Then Miko Rantanen scored just a few seconds after that. It was an empty netter. 4-2 was your final score at Ball Arena. That is a tough pill. A very tough pill for Ducks fans to swallow. I still can't wrap my head around how exactly. I mean, I could wrap my head around how they lost it. I could see how they lost it. But it's still a little bit unbelievable. It still sucks. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, got beard, get primal. You heard me right. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Also, they are renowned as the best feel-in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. And as someone who has a beard once in a while... You want that to feel really good. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel-in beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Once again, use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. After the first intermission, we're going to talk a little bit more about this one and what's to look ahead for the Ducks. What do we have to look forward to? We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And I will peel back the curtain. I normally do all of these in one go and break apart the segments. And sometimes I will record something and it will become obsolete later in the day. This is one of those cases. So you'll never know what I said in the now deleted second part of this podcast. Because it's been reported that Dallas Eakin said they had 10 forwards available for tonight's game. Including Danny O'Regan, Vinny and Buddy Robinson. So a bit of news there. The other bit of news that came out just a little bit earlier was that Trevor Zegras, he put out a little funny tweet showing Mickey Mouse 
trying to break open the door and he just cannot escape. He cannot get through. If I'm remembering this correctly, this might be from one of the old film. I think this is the film where Mickey Mouse gets caught up with a deck of cards and he shrinks. I think it's that one. Not 100% sure, but I mean, I'm a Disney fan. Like, everybody knows this. I'm a huge Disney fan. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But I love Zegris putting the Mickey Mouse gif in there. Hey, it's completely on brand for being in Anaheim, right? So that can only mean one thing, right? Yeah, unfortunately, Trevor Zegris is still under COVID protocol. He is still out for tonight's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. That is a big, big blow. So we don't know exactly how long Zegris is going to be out for. It could be one game. It could be two more games. We simply don't know. So for Dallas Eakins to say there's only 10 forwards, that means there's going to be some guys getting called up, including those guys. That means you have Ricard Raquel, Isaac Lundestrom, Jakob Silverberg, Max Comtois, Sam Steele, Troy Terry, Sonny Milano, Vinny Letary, Daniel Regan, Buddy Robinson. Is it Bryce Kendop time? Is tonight the night? Is he going to make his National Hockey League debut? It would appear so. Early reports are indicating that it would appear that Bryce Kindop will make his National Hockey League debut tonight at the Ponda. That's pretty big if that happens. There's also Bo Gru. He's also still around. Bo Gru is also waivers exempt, so he would be available. Bogru has played some games with the Ducks already this season. That's one case where it could be a good thing for the Ducks. You also have Braden Tracy who's available. You have Jacob Perot who's available. I've mentioned this on previous Locked on Goals podcasts. At the time, I had said it'd be better for Braden Tracy to get the call up instead of Jacob Perot. Tracy's a little bit older. Tracy had been playing better as of recent. But man, I would love to see both of those guys come up this season if for no other reason, just to play nine games. Because the Ducks, they need some forwards. They need some forwards in a big way. As far as COVID protocol, Trevor Zegras was eligible, but apparently not. So Zegras still under the COVID protocol. On Sunday, we saw Ryan Getzloff go onto the COVID-19 list. And just yesterday... Nicholas Delorier and the Elite 1C Derek Grant. He went into COVID protocol. So the earliest Getzloff could come back would be on the Saturday game against the Rangers. As far as Derek Grant and Nick Delorier, they could possibly come back against the Rangers, but that one's going to be pretty tight. So I'd say more than likely those two would come back against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Tuesday, January 11th. Those are early reports as of right now. Here's what's going to come up for the Ducks. Let's just talk about that for a hot second. Not so much talk about tonight's game, but let's at least talk about what's coming up for the Anaheim Ducks. They're going to be without Trevor Zegers tonight. He will hopefully come back on Thursday. They will certainly be without Ryan Getzloff, Deloria, and Derek Grant. That means you have possibly Bryce Kindop, maybe Bo Grew. This would be the perfect opportunity to bring up Braden Tracy and Jacob Perot if you have a lot of guys going down with COVID. If just one more forward or two more forwards have to go out and go onto the COVID list, then that's a possibility you could have Sam Carrick back on the roster. Sam Carrick had been a scratch before, but I I would say Carrick 
would be available to play. That's my early indication. So Carrick could play. Then you have Robinson, O'Regan. Who knows at this point? I mean, there's injuries still. Adam Henrique, he's still out. Max Jones, he's still going to be out for a while. Josh Mahura, we don't know how long he's going to be out. But as far as the forwards go, there's four forwards under COVID protocol. So why not? Why not call up Jacob Perot? Why not call up Braden Tracy? Play them the designated nine games. There's still 50 games, well, less than 50 games left to play in the season. Give Braden Tracy the first shot. Play him for nine games while you have some players coming back. So there's nine games there. Then you'd have about 40 or so games left. Then bring up Jacob Perot. And then you'd have the whole other part of the season, February, March, April. Hopefully things will calm down by then. Then you'll have all these guys come back. Max Jones hopefully comes back in the later part of the season. Hopefully you have Adam Henrique come back around that time. That's plus two forwards. And you've got to think that hopefully not too many guys go down with COVID. But for right now, for right now, this just feels like the perfect time, right? It feels like it should be Perot and Tracy time, if for no other reason than to curb this pandemic as far as the hockey's concerned. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission, but first, let's talk about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar around. There are so many fantastic flavors covered in a chocolate fondue. You've got 18 great flavors, including cookies and cream, cherry barcia, among others. I love the Built Puffs personally. There are so many great flavors like the churro puff, the oh what what is it? The white chocolate cheesecake. They're just all amazing. The lemon cheesecake one, another one of my favorites. They're all great. So head over to built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And a couple notes about tonight's game. Uh, it's just reported that Flyers forward Claude Giroux is under COVID protocol. Also on there is defenseman Ivan Provorov. They are both on the COVID-19 list. Oh boy, when I looked at this game, I thought, okay, we're going to have Claude Giroux versus Trevor Zegers for the first time. And now that's just not going to happen. So Claude Giroux is going to be out for the next few games for the Flyers. We're not going to see Giroux here in Southern California this year. Oh, boy. But one note, and this is courtesy of Eric Stevens at Iceman. Cometh Eric Stevens, you demand. So he pointed out that Cam York is expected to play in his hometown for the first time in the NHL tonight. He's an Anaheim Hills native. He played for the Junior Ducks back fairly recently. Kind of awesome. Finally seen a player from the Junior Ducks program make it to the National Hockey League. And on a personal note, I have seen this kid play live when he played with the Junior Ducks. Um, I've made it no secret. I've helped out with junior hockey locally. I've helped do the scoreboard. I've helped announce. I've helped run the clock. Like I've helped do it all. So I've seen a lot of these players come and go. And sometimes you see a player and you think, wow, this kid is going to be amazing. Cam York was definitely one of them. So I definitely saw him play here in SoCal with the Junior Ducks. Kid has 
been a great, great hockey player since his youth. Great to see him come back to Anaheim. Now, wouldn't it be great if the Ducks could bring... Anyway, I'm not going to go there. So hopefully Cam York's family, his friends, hopefully he'll have a large group out there at the Ponda tonight. Once again, that's a 7 o'clock start at the Ponda. The Ducks versus the Flyers. And only because I saw him play live, I'm kind of rooting for the kid a little bit just because he was always super nice. So so I, I just want to see him do well. I mean, best case scenario for Ducks fans, Cam York gets a goal and the Ducks win. There you go. Let's, let's hope for that. Everybody's happy. And the Ducks would get their first win in 20 games, hopefully. One other bit of news before we head off. The Anaheim Ducks formed a GM search committee that includes team CEO Michael Schulman, Scott Niedermeyer, Paul Correa, and the president of business operations, Aaron Tietz. Also, the Samuelis are part of this as well, and this is courtesy of Pierre Lebrun. This could be big for the Ducks. I mean, obviously, Solomon is the current interim GM for the Ducks. He has the keys to the franchise right now. But let's see what this GM search yields for the Anaheim Ducks coming up. So this is going to be pretty fun to watch. Can't wait to see what the next few months are going to bring. Right now, don't forget, the Ducks are still in a playoff spot. Let me repeat that. The Ducks are still in a playoff spot. They could still be buyers heading into the trade deadline. Right now, they are second in points in the Pacific Division. They are third in percentage points, thanks to Edmonton's continued freefall. What if Anaheim makes the playoffs? What if they pull off a great trade? They have the money for it. The Ducks have the cap space right now. They could make a splash on the trade deadline and compete with Vegas in the playoffs. You never know. With that, I think that's a good spot to end today's podcast. Don't forget Ducks Flyers tonight at the Ponda. Yeah, we'll see how this one goes. Hopefully the Ducks get their first win in a while and break this losing streak. All right, don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. You could email me. The email address is LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at L-O underscore Ducks. Once again, let's let's start this year with the bang, shall we? Let's really go into 2022 full force and make this the best year ever for the Ducks. Let's do it. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. Say have a great rest of the afternoon and night please continue to be safe out there be kind to one another and ducks flyers together hey hey